Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor.fm Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 
and when you're doing the day quill during the day at work and night quill at night so you can sleep to 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 knock it out and all that. If you slip up and miss a dose, you know it too. If you slip up and forget to take it at work and you feel yourself, why am I dragging? Why am I? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to take a dose of night quill. So yeah, you, your body will let you know, <laughs> and that cold will try to come back on you if you slip up and forget to take a little dose of the night quill. Don't, don't mess it up and take night quill during the day, or you will be asleep <laughs> at your desk and your boss will be on you. So I'm. I'm not saying from personal experience. I'm just saying, in theory, I would think that would be the case. Words to live by, for sure, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Everybody can definitely call in. Appreciate you tuning in. 845-277-9373 is the number. Uh, at Cat Talk Wednesday on Facebook and Twitter. I got the Facebook Live going. I'll put the link to the show Write in the comments section and pin it to the top so you just won't have to listen to me. You can hear TB as well as our guest who will be joining us about 7.15. Kevin Hale, a good friend of ours. Should have had him on way before now. Tried to get him on a time or two and haven't been able to. Uh, he hosts the Shooting from the Lip podcast, a network of shows where he'll talk sports, he'll talk music, politics, film, a uh, variety of different topics. You and I have been on his show various different times. You were on his Sunday show uh, talking sports to yep. round the shots, yep. sports portion of his show. Uh, so we'll have Kevin Hale to talk all things UK. I'm always talking Harlan County. Well, tonight we'll have Jefferson County well represented with the both of you all being native Louisvillians, right? That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And look, um, and first of all, too, let me just say that Tonight's show is brought to you by uh, the Smoky Mountain Trader. I've been in business since 1987. As I mentioned, I grew up in that tri-state area, Kentucky, Virginia, Tennessee. Uh, the Smoky Mountain Trader services all of those areas. Your source for buying and selling cars, trucks, uh, appliances, and more. You can find them on the Smoky Mountain Trader in print and online. It's the number one red shopper in the Lakeway and tri-state areas in 12 counties here in Tennessee where I'm at and also Lee County, Virginia, and Bell County, Kentucky. You can give them a call at 423-587-1700. Get them on the fax machine, 423-587-2906. Online at the Smoky Mountain Traders. Spell it all out, the Smoky, S-M-O-K-Y, mountaintrader.com. Lynn, James, or Steve will be happy to take care of you, and we appreciate them sponsoring uh, our show as well. You mentioned we got a ton of stuff to talk about, and we definitely look forward to the game against North Carolina. Can Kentucky uh, continue to progress to become the team that they want to become? Can they make strides? We, we look back at, at the Utah game. Um, a lot better having a week between games when you win the previous game as opposed to having to sit on a loss for a week like they had to do in between Seton <laughs> Hall and Utah. But I got to backtrack. You were exactly right as far as the way we ended last week's show, just dropping the mic, don't say nothing, thank y'all for listening, we out, when we finished talking with Sinbad. But just to reflect, man, what what were you sitting there thinking as we had him on the line? He was in Lexington last week uh, and called into the show and talked to us for a good 30 minutes, talked comedy, NBA, Tyson, Buster Douglas, 
Michael Strahan. We talked all kinds of stuff, different world necessary references. Your thoughts which when we had Sinbad on with. Yeah, and he gave Cal some love, too, at the beginning of the call uh, about how Cal was kind of a trendsetter with the way he recruits. So, I mean, I was I was shocked. I, I You know, I'm uh, – People that don't ordinarily listen to the show uh, in my family, because they, they lean they lean red. A lot of them listen to uh, to us last week. I mean, that's just that's one of those. Cause that's Sinbad, Sinbad. I, Mama B listened, and she was like, "That really is Sinbad." I said, "Yeah, I said that's, that's Sinbad. That's different world. That's you know, first kid and necessary roughness." Yeah, I was like, and uh, I'd forgotten he was in Jingle All the Way. With uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, about the Turbo Man uh, toy, so so Sinbad, like we talked touched on last week, he, he's he's had a career, and and uh, like I said, for guys our age, a different world was was the jam back in those days, with the you know Dwayne Wade, you know, and all those all those guys, Whitley, and you know, uh, but that was amazing to have him on and to have him come on and and talk a lot of sports too. So uh, I hey. As one knows, I said, let me just bask in this awesomeness of this moment right here. Yes. And I was, we were messaging each other about <laughs> how in awe we were as we were trying to formulate questions. It, it was, it was sinking in. I mean, and, um, you know, trying to process it as, as we had it on. So yeah, it was, it was something else. We had some, some, some big names come through here and he's, Right up there amongst them, for sure, because we grew up with him. You know, with, through his comedy, through his sitcoms. We didn't even talk about the new sitcom he's got now, uh, Rail, that's on Fox. We didn't even get to ask him about that. I maybe should have. Um, I wish I followed up with him about what was it like in Tokyo, because he was over there for the Tyson Douglas fight. Just you know, a couple of little things that you know, looking back now, oh man, I should have went ahead and asked him about this since we're talking about it. But look, man, I was. I was proud of us for for having him on, and, and he talked with us for 30 minutes and didn't seem like he was, you know, bothered, like he was enjoying it. You know, it wasn't like he was, oh, God, didn't he off the phone with these dudes? I think, you know, we really was chatting it up with him. Absolutely. So that was that was one of those, I mean, we've been fortunate enough to have a lot of great, great guests. And like you said, he, he's right there, uh, right there near the top. That's it. And so everybody knows, especially those that listen, we hit on sports. We hit UK. There's the foundation. And then you and I disagree on all the other stuff, NBA, NFL, MLB. Kentucky's the foundation. But we will also branch on out of sports and, and hit some music, hit some comedy, hit some food, hit some other things. And that was a perfect example, talking some comedy with the great Sinbad uh, last week. Two, and we got a lot of Congratulate the dude and shouting out the dude. We got to congratulate a friend of the show, friend of ours, been on with us several times. Forgot to mention it last week because once last week's show started, we was just kind of off and running, had a lot of guests, and then Sinbad being an extra guest. So, you know, sometimes the show's a guest heavy. Sometimes it's you and me talking. Sometimes it's a mix of both. But our good friend Jen Smith of the Lexington Herald Leader, is going to be moving on to teach journalism at UK, uh, going to stay on through the Citrus Bowl at the Herald Leader, and then transition 
to enlightening the minds of future journalists. So, man, we got to say congratulations to Dan. You know, I saw her post that on Facebook a few days ago. That's, you know, she's going to kill it. You can see the nervousness and excitement as, you know, you embark on something new after being at the leader for two decades. It's crazy that she's been there that long. But congrats as she moves on to teaching at UK. And, and, you know, it it sounds cliche, but she was always a pro's pro. Uh, When I interacted with her covering the games and everything, she was nice enough to point out different things to me. But if you you read what she writes, if you listen to the questions she asks, players and coaches post-game and and different things, uh, that's the way you're supposed to do it. So I'm not – surprised that she's going to be in that situation where she's going to be able to teach journalism because if you're going to create a journalist in the lab, it's going to be Jen Smith. Definitely. Definitely. So I meant to work that in last week, um, but look, this isn't a week late. It's still, we still mean just as well now as we would have had we mentioned it um, last Wednesday. Uh, another thing too that I I just that caught my eye and not being in Kentucky I don't hear everything or see everything but little stuff I still definitely try to keep up at home. Myra Ball donating ten million dollars to UK. Uh, her and her late husband, you know, developers and loved UK and obviously showed that by donating ten million to help kids who aren't able to finish. Uh, with their scholarships, you know, she was able to work and grind her way through school, but a lot of kids they aren't able to. She is going and taking a big step to help kids finish once they've enrolled at UK. So that was, I mean, a huge display of generosity and, and something she did not have to do, but willingly wanted to do so. Yeah, I, and, and I love those people giving back to the university. Uh, you know, they had the commencement. Uh, not too long, I guess sometime this week, the commencement services, and I retweeted the official university account. Uh, and I love UK more than the athletics, even really more than the academics. I love UK, and, and I can say that it was the, the biggest and best decision I ever made to go to UK. When I look at how the dominoes have fallen for me, and I hope to one day be in a situation to be able to give back financially like that. But but I try to do other things because uh, I love the university, and I'm great that there are other people that love the university as much as I do. So, see blue. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And she's given two million now, and then the remaining eight million is going to be pledged. And it went more specifically to students from Nelson County, which is Bartstown area in Henderson County, which is Henderson, to students from those counties because that's where her and her husband were from. But still, that's, you know, unbelievable display of generosity and giving back, like you said. Absolutely. And that's, that's what, what makes these, these, well, any university, but, but the, the flagship university, which UK is, that's what makes it special. And that's what I love about UK because yeah, you get people from all over the world. A lot of people from Pikeville to Paducah, Louisville to London, and everywhere in between 
I got to meet a lot of people from various parts of the state that I didn't even think about. I didn't even think about Harlan County until I went to UK. I didn't you know, I hadn't <laughs> heard of Harlan County. You know, and, and, and yeah, that's very rural centric of me and I and I get that. But uh you know, I, I I love UK and and like I said, I hopefully one day I'll be able to put my name on a pledge and, you know, maybe uh maybe sponsor a brick somewhere in some sidewalk there at uh, along Rose Street. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I definitely wanted to mention those two things. Um, and our guy Craig Bates has got a charity hockey game going on this coming Friday at the uh, Civic Center in Knoxville. A lot of old hockey players are coming back and, and and playing in the game for charity. So he definitely he mentioned that. If I could just mention that as well. So of course he's been a huge. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Friend of the show and giving us more hockey knowledge than we will ever know. Um, coming through Knoxville, take Hall of Fame Drive, the exit there, uh, and you can get to the Civic Center off of there, which you're taking 75 and 40 through Knoxville. So uh, congratulations to Craig on still, you know, being 50 years old and, and doing his thing in hockey. And I, I am going to get down there and watch and maybe lace him up at some point. I know he'll believe it when he sees it. But uh, if it works, I might even try. I might try to peep out this game this Friday. I'll just have to see when and if it'll work out. But uh, I'm definitely going to take Craig up on all his wonderful offers he's made to both of us over the time that we've known him as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm I'm down. I need to come down that way anyway. But uh, you know, maybe I'll get on the ice. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm not the best ice skater, so you know, uh, you know, maybe maybe I end up like Happy Gilmore, not a strong skater, but but I'll fight or something like that. So we'll we'll see how that goes. That's it. Um, and I already know it won't go well if I get on the ice. Uh, a few years ago. I snowboarded for the first time. You know, my cousin is a big snowboarder, and you know, he'll go over to Asheville and uh, go over to North Carolina, and you know, over in Gatlinburg, you got some some places where you can do it as well. And I finally got out there, and uh, look, you just had to had to take some lumps. You you eat some snow. You're you're sore. <laughs> you fall. You roll. You have a few moments where you're proud of yourself and you can make a couple turns and do a little this or that, and then you quickly 
meeting the ground again before you know it, and that's the only way to get through it. But I had a lot of fun doing that. It would be the same way <laughs> if and when I do get out on the ice and try to skate. The same thing would definitely be happening. But uh, it'll be fun. It'll be it'll be sore, tired, achy fun. Exactly. That's the best kind of fun right there. <laughs> That's it. So, man, had to definitely touch on all those things. And if not last but not least, however you want to say it, a friend of ours as well, uh, supported the show, been a guest on the show, been on their show. You guest hosted uh, Michelle Brown, who uh, had Big Blue Views. Four plus years, 195 shows. Did her final show this past Monday. She had announced that the previous show tweeted it out that this past Monday was going to be the final show, and she thanked a lot of people, uh, ourselves included. You know, a lot of our fellow podcast show friends, KY Taste Buds, KY Kentucky Sports guys, Girls Beer Sports, uh, shooting from the lip with Kevin, who you know he'll be on here in the next hour. Ended her show this past Monday and, you know, possibly would do other things coming up, but we'll have some free time, free up her evenings a little bit. But uh, definitely have to congratulate her for having such a great run with Big Blue Views. She had uh, Mike McQuinn and then Kristen York and Kelly McDowell, who were her co-hosts while she was on. Uh, heck of a run. Heard you guys talking about it Sunday on Kevin's show on Shooting from the Lip. Uh, Everybody called in. We've called in before. Like I said, you've hosted it with her. So congratulations and um, congratulations futurely, in the future for what she does going forward as well for Michelle Brand. Absolutely. You know, she was, I think, the one person that kind of when we got started, when the two of us were just talking to each other, she was, she, you know, she, she was the call in and, you know, uh, she had her soapbox moments like I did. Uh, but, you know, we kind of said, Michelle, you need your own show. And so, you know, and so we know what the work that goes into doing that. And, and, and she did it. And, you know, uh, whatever is next, I, I know she's going to kill it. Yeah, yeah, so we definitely. That's something we had to mention this Wednesday. Couldn't <laughs> not work it in and try to mention it the next week. Wanted to mention it. The first show we were on after her last show, so like you said, she'll definitely do well. Uh, she writes for Cameron Mills Radio like we do, uh, and she'll do well with whatever else she decides to do going forward. Um, we mentioned we got the big game against North Carolina this coming Saturday. Were you at this past Saturday's game uh, when they played Utah at home? Were you at that one? I was not. Okay. okay. I, thought, I think Michelle covered it, but. I was planning you know, to go it. with the girls, but, you know, how schedules can be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still, we got to get, try to work it out maybe after the first of the year. But we can go and catch one, all four of us, and get that whole schedule thing. Uh, you got to, you can, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, and we'll see how that happens. But they did, you know, pull away. I kind of thought maybe they, you know, win probably about 15 or so. They won by 27. Uh, you saw some good things. 
they got a 14-point lead at halftime. And Utah's not great. Uh, you know, they played better Utah teams in the past. But to see them build a 14-point lead, and like Karen Mills always says, you want that 10-point lead to become 20. You want that 15-point lead to become 25. To be up 14, uh, Utah had a spell where they cut it to nine, but they get Kentucky put the foot back down and, and pulled away. You know, that 14-point lead at halftime became a 27-point deficit at the end of the game. So uh, that's what you want to see. And they're still trying to find themselves, as is always the case. But that's, you know, you want to, to have that feather in your cap going forward when you play a team like North Carolina. Um and you just want to try to build on it. That's the, that's where they are. Yeah, I think uh, – I mean, you got to be happy with the progress the team is making. And slowly but surely, guys are finding their roles. Uh, Cal and the coaches are finding out what combinations work best. Um, so it's just – it's a work in progress. You know, it's just – the game itself, it was a bit poetic – that the uh, 93 team was being honored since it was the 90s when <laughs> when it seemed like we played Utah every year in the tournament. <laughs> uh, so it was kind of fitting with that. But as far as this year's team, yeah, I mean, they're, they're moving in the right direction. It's, it's, you can be encouraged with what you're seeing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kelton Johnson – shot the heck out of the ball. Uh, and that was something that whoever it was going to be, they needed. Uh, you know, still going to be, a, you know, wait for Tyler Hero to kind of find his groove. He hit a couple shots. That will also help go forward. The Kelvin Johnson was 6-7 from three-point land. Um, and we knew how Kentucky had, you know, in – Football, you talk about the hidden yardage, you know, in special teams or, you know, a team is starting, average starting position is at midfield for them, and you're starting at your own 20 or 15. Well, that will add up over the course of the game. If Kentucky is spotting teams, you know, 18, 21 points, you know, in the three-point shooting game where the team's making seven, eight more threes than Kentucky, that's a hole that you got to dig out of. Uh, and when you're not where you want to be defensively, that's that's asking a lot. But, you know, you have Kelton hitting some shots. That's offsetting what the other team's doing as you continue to get better defensively. And that's some of the steps in the process of ultimately getting where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. The guys have to make shots. And I think that'll take some pressure off of the defense. Uh, it's going to be a big test on Saturday, a big, big rivalry game. It's going to be another big-time uh, atmosphere. Uh, you know, I I think it's going to be tough to win because North Carolina, I mean, you have to give the Roy Williams, you have to give him his due, right? He's He's got a, a great thing going. They've won a couple of titles and, and whatnot, but, for my money, I, I just I'm not as gloom and doom as some folks are about what the cats have to do. It's a tall task. 
you know, that goes without saying. But uh, I think that um, what we're going to see is we're going to see come out focus. Remember, their last big game like this was Duke. <laughs> you know, from uh, Utah, like you said, we, we played on Saturday with Utah. And uh, now we've got all week to focus on North Carolina, all week to kind of say, hey, we can't let that happen again. You know, we can't, you know, we can't let, uh, uh, we can't let what happened against Duke happen against North Carolina. You know, we, we've got to come out and play better. We've got to be more focused. We can't lose by 34 again, uh, because I think it was Mark's story that wrote about, you know, the last, you know, when we look at UK versus the Blue Bloods, and that's who we measure ourselves against, uh, you know, Cal's, you know, sub-500 the last few years. You know, it's been tough sledding against Kansas and Duke and UCLA and North Carolina. Uh, so there's a lot kind of riding on this game for this season and, and I guess for, you can say, for the mojo of the program. So I think they come out focused. I think uh, it's going to be a different result than the Duke game. Whether or not they win, I, I think they do, but I think it's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, you talked last week uh, after the Seton Hall game about, <laughs> yeah, you got uh, on the soapbox about how, you know, how the fans can get immediately, you know, everybody wants the instant gratification or, uh, get frustrated so quickly or act as if a tough stretch just will nullify all of the <laughs> good seasons that have happened over the past three or four years. You, know, you referenced the no Final Four since 2015 and how upset some people you've been talking with are about that and how sometimes there's not no pleasing some fans or a portion of the fan base. Well, until up until this past Saturday, and I almost, well, I would have written about it, but that probably was the case for both fan bases, North Carolina and Kentucky. Um, you know, and like you mentioned against the Blue Bloods, Kentucky does need to try to get some wins against them. The big game against Duke, they lost that one. Here's another chance against North Carolina. So you get a lot of fans saying, well, who has this team beaten? They haven't really beaten anybody yet, you know. Seton Hall says so-so. But the rest of the schedule, we know what the rest of the schedule is. North Carolina fans were probably saying the same thing. You know, they played Wofford, Elon, Stanford, Reed Travis's former team, Tennessee Tech, uh, St. Francis of Pennsylvania. They lose to Texas. Uh, they beat US, UCLA, but, you know, UCLA is, is still a, a blue blood in theory, but still not on the level where Kentucky and Duke and Kansas are currently. They play Michigan, and they got drilled. Michigan beats North Carolina by 17, uh, 84-67. Then it's UNC Wilmington. And at that point, North Carolina fans are like, well, we haven't beaten anybody. At that point, I would have thought whoever – wins the game Saturday, could he could still say, well, you know, Kentucky won. Well, North Carolina ain't really beat anybody. North Carolina was the win. Well, look at Kentucky. They got drilled by Duke. They haven't beaten anybody. 
you can still have fan bases that are like, eh, well, you know, still kind of negative. Well, North Carolina was able to go out and change that. They beat Gonzaga at home um, 103-90. So now they have a big win over a new blue blood who's been around for the past couple of decades. You know, still not a traditional historic blue blood like Kentucky and North Carolina, but we know what Mark Few has done over the past 20 years. Got them to a title game, got them to some Final Fours, and, you know, Gonzaga's been around, and, and they haven't gone anywhere. So a good win for North Carolina. Now Kentucky has an opportunity to get a good win for themselves. You mentioned it. you gotta got to win some of these big games. Um, so, you know, Kentucky's 19th, and recovering from the Duke game, you got to put it out of your mind, just like you have to put the Tennessee game out of your mind in football. And this coming Saturday in Chicago, they'll they'll have a chance to do that. Like you said, it's going to be tough. They will just shove it down your throat with that, you know, fast pace they play, the fast break, the secondary break. And they're a good offensive team, so, you know, Kentucky's defense is going to get tested. Everything they've been working on is going to get tested. Uh, it's a measuring stick game. Let's see where we are. Um, like Cal said on his, his um, weekly show with Tom Leach Monday, you you win or you learn. You're not going to learn if you continue to play Popcorn State. So here we go. We're going to see what we've learned and see if they learned enough to win. Uh, if they come up short, well, they'll do some more learning between next Saturday, this coming Saturday, and then next Saturday against Louisville. And that's kind of where they are. Yeah, I mean that that's you, you you win or you learn. That's that's where we are. <laughs> obviously, uh, you know it's it's we all want Kentucky basketball to be successful, but Cal has a point that and I don't want to really go, go down this road. I tweet about it all the time, uh, but let me just say there are legitimate gripes you can make about this about the program okay and and cal is not above uh... hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free and anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, reproach. But I understand we haven't had a top number one recruit since Nerland, some people said. I thought the Towns was, but, you know, whatever. But people that have this notion, you know, we haven't been any good since 2015. The, the, the 2015 Final Four loss just is crushing. I, I don't buy that because 
the 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 Fox Monk Bam team was really really fun. You know, uh, people don't like November December being kind of this building thing. You know that team. You know they beat a, a pretty good Arizona State team. They beat the they beat the crap out of them when Fox had a triple double. Yeah. I mean, that right. team was fun. Uh, it was just the two three year anniversary whatever of, of Monk going for forty seven against North Carolina, you know, out in Vegas. That was fun. I mean, I I, I understand everybody's frustration, but three years without a Final Four is not. It's not to the point where we need to press the panic button, and that because of a loss to Seton Hall, that Cal needs to revamp the entire way he runs his program. I, just, I don't buy into that uh, because, number one, Final Fours are hard. Uh, you know, going to four Final Fours in five seasons, only three coaches have pulled that off, by the way. You know, that's a, that's, that, that list is uh, Coach K, the, uh, the, uh, uh, John Wooden, and John Calipari. Okay, so four out of fours in five years is not an easy feat. And so being the number one recruiting team uh, for five or six years, you knew that strength wasn't going to continue. You know, it just outside of UCLA's run, and I don't know how their recruiting services were back then or whatever, but teams just don't do that. You, you, you're not going to be the top recruiting because the landscape changes. My whole thing is I think Cal can reevaluate and, and whatever he – however he wants to build a program, he'll get there. I just – and saying we haven't had any talent come through the program since 2015 because of not having number one recruit, I don't think that's fair. Did you see Jamal Murray last night? You see how well he's playing for the Nuggets that are surprising. You know, he's getting ready to be their franchise linchpin. Oh, look what De'Aaron Fox is doing with the Kings, right? I mean, they're above 500 this deep in the season. They haven't been that since Chris Webber and, and, and Jason Williams were running the show in Sacramento. We've had talent come through here. You know, I, I just – I feel like we're just discarding these last couple of seasons uh, because, admittedly, I want to get to the Final Four like everybody else, but we have to be a little bit realistic sometimes, and – Sometimes you're on a good run, and there's that natural, natural course correction. But I have faith in Cal to, to correct us back and make us the elite of the elite again. Definitely. Definitely. Um, you mentioned De'Aaron Fox. Definitely want to work him back in to the conversation, into the mix, as well as all the other young cats that we can, we can do a whole show on them each and every week. Um Take a little quick break, catch your breath. You coming in from work and hopping right on. I definitely appreciate that. Got Kevin Hill coming up in less than an hour. Got Kentucky and North Carolina and Chicago this coming weekend. So we'll play a little Chicago theme song. Catch our breath. Be right back. This is Cast Talk Wednesday. Benny Hardy, Terry Brown, Brad and Hardy Radio Network. Stay with us, though. We'll be right back.
Lake Show, I met her on Lake Show, Lake Show, told her you the one I pray for, every day for, baby, you the one I pray for, every day for, I met her on Lake Show, Lake Show, I met her on Lake Show, Lake Show, told her you the one I pray for, every day for, baby, you the one I pray for, every day for, I met her on, with a brown skin, how you been lately, still with them loud friends, I know they still crazy, heard you moved out west, just got that film major, came from the fake bags, now she get real paper, she don't go out much, at home just feel safer, I had you back back then, somehow I still crave you, somehow I still crave you, man I still taste it, such a wonderful woman, somehow I still save her, yeah, I tell her if she in the area, hoping that I would hear from you, hit me up on my cellular, know I clear up my schedule, put you high on the pedestal, want you to be my running mate, Obama, Michelle and you girl, see I remember them shot town nights, and all the downtown lights, and how they shine so bright, and they remind me of your smile, so I stay for a while, you know I'm digging your style, so now I'm breaking it down, I take your hands, and put them high, we ain't shy, no we play that do we die, so will you ride, will you roll, we on the show, baby, where you want to go, now take your hands, and put them high, we ain't shy, no we play that do we Lake show, I met her on Lake show, Lake show, told her you the one I pray for every day for, baby, you the one I pray for every day for. I met him on Lake show, Lake show, I met him on Lake show, Lake show, told him you the one I pray for every day for, baby, you the one I pray for every day for. Oh, baby, where you want to go? 
Soapbox, whatever it is, y'all know how TV does. We were talking Kentucky and North Carolina. We talked some Kentucky, Utah. Uh, looking forward to seeing how Kentucky measures up, how they continue to progress, uh, continue to round into the team they want to become, and uh, the first truly big game since the Duke game. Uh, we looked at the schedule, and, and we've been through all those other games in North Dakotas and you know, VMI and, and all these other teams, and now here it is time for Carolina. We are in this December stretch, Camp Cal stretch, Louisville coming up uh, a week and a half from now on the 29th, same day as all the big football games, the Alabama-Notre Dame, you know, Alabama-Oklahoma-Clemson-Notre Dame and all that will be happening that Saturday as well. Bowl games are rolling. Haven't really watched a lot of them. I said this before. I will watch the regular season religiously, and then I just kind of in and out on the bowl games until you get to the to the playoff and, and until you get to Kentucky's game or the playoff. Uh, I just kind of peep at them. But, uh, I mean, you have some fun stuff. There's some fun games. But I'm not glued to the bowl week like I am week in and week out during the SEC football. Yeah, there's just too many uh, you know, I'm going with too many bowl games, but they're just they're just weird matchups, you know, at least during the regular season. <laughs> there's conference games, there there's something to see, but some of these bowl games I, I, I know that's just kinda bad, but I I don't watch nearly as much as I used to. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, and it's just, you know, keep at it. If it's on, it's on. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. We're not huge recruiting guys, but today was early signing day. Uh, that's been in place for a few years. Used to have to wait till February. But now, you know, teams can lock guys up, uh, and you wouldn't have to maybe fight off other teams from pilfering and stealing recruits from you as long. Uh, Kentucky was able to get another solid class, um, ranked 32nd in the country, looks like according to rivals. Um, I'll just kind of read them off real quick. Uh, we still have a lot of optimism. And, look, Kentucky's 8-2 in basketball, fixing to play North Carolina. Even, TB, if they were 10-0, and if Kentucky had beaten Duke, Kentucky had beaten Seton Hall, if they were 10-0 heading into this game against North Carolina, and maybe it's a top-10 matchup like it usually is, uh, we would still be talking Kentucky football right now because of the great 9-3 season that they had. You know, first time they won five games in SEC play since 77. Uh, first time they've won eight-plus regular season games since 1984 got a chance to win 10 games when they play Penn State, we'd still be talking football today, even if Kentucky was 10-0 and the fan base felt a lot better about where they are. 
that's how good the football is. And look, he's, look, Kentucky's doing good across the board in so many sports, but we would still be talking football today. But uh, several commitments, you and I don't know them in and out, but uh, Demarcus Harris, wide receiver, Vero Beach, Florida. Louisville is in the building as well, CB, and that's a credit to the staff, credit to Coach Deuce and the staff and Vince Merrill for going over there and putting in work in your city. DeMonte Tay-Tay Crooms, wide receiver out of Louisville. Uh, Taj Dotson, DB from Georgia, Fairburn, Georgia. Moses Douglas, uh, DB, Springfield, Ohio. Jack Pope, offensive lineman, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, In-state kid Eli Cox, offensive lineman from Nicholasville. Nick Scalzo, a quarterback, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Armani Gilmore, quarterback, from Van Howe's home state, Louisiana, Amit, Louisiana. Uh, I was tweeting with him about that, going taking the, the Louisiana the UK route like Van Howe did back in the day. Uh, Travis Tisdale, running back, Valdosta, Georgia. Uh, Nicholas Ogninovich, tight end, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Another Louisville kid, TB. And, we, and even though we don't keep up recruiting him, heard his name for months. Sean Kell, Knight Goff, defensive end out of Louisville. J.J. Weaver, defensive end out of Louisville. Isaiah Gibson, D-tackle, Springfield, Ohio. Kavon Butler, D-tackle, Toledo, Ohio. Trey Wilkins, linebacker, Stone Mountain, Georgia. Jerry Casey, linebacker, Louisville, Kentucky. Marquez Bembry, linebacker, Ellisville, Mississippi. Kadarius McDaniel, linebacker, Tipton, Georgia. Jalen Geiger, D.B., Columbia, South Carolina. Brandon Eccles, D.B., Senatobia, Mississippi, Quandre Mosley, and DB, Thatcher, Arizona. Uh, Mosley is just a verbal commitment. All the other guys I read previously are signed. Then you have Elijah James, D-Tackle, Council Bluffs, Iowa, verbal commitment. Javante Richardson, wide receiver, Council Bluffs, Iowa, verbal commitment. So, look, it was good to see, uh, and you got a lot of different positions and, and, and a lot of DBs in there, which is going to be the position of need because the experienced secondary, uh, Mike Edwards and West and all those guys, you're going to lose all those guys. Uh, you got uh, Devontae Robinson and some other guys, young guys coming up. But, you know, Beatty and Westry and that experienced secondary, they're going to have to work in some new guys. So you see a lot of DBs in there, as you would expect, um, then, of course, you still got red shirts and um, D linemen all over the place. But the Louisville representation, because Louisville had a lot of talent coming out this year, and Kentucky was able to take advantage of, of that by having a good season and also capitalizing on Louisville having a very down, bad year, going through a whole coaching change. The reports and word that, you know, Petrino didn't even really drive around the city and try to recruit, so uh, Kentucky was able to capitalize on that, and we see a lot of Louisville guys in the mix as well. Yeah, uh, you know, we, 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 we talk, the state of Kentucky doesn't produce a whole lot of talent. Uh, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A football talent. A lot, a lot of D1 guys. So Kentucky and, and I know Louisville uh, as well with their new coach is going to want to reestablish some of these roots. But as long as Kentucky is winning and, and beating Louisville, <laughs> You know, I, I think that that's something that we can uh, we can say you know, uh, it's going to be a tough tough road to hoe that way. But in you know they recruited so well, uh, Coach Stoops and his staff just recruiting on the promise of what we could do. And I saw that Vince Morrow said today, you know, basically, you know, beat Mississippi State, beating Florida, you know that that kept them on a lot of kids' radar. You know, yeah, you know, and, and, and you can go back and say, you know, being competitive with those teams. So uh, it's a step in the right direction. That's why I don't feel like this year was a fluke. This year is definitely, I think, a step toward that eight nine win plateau because now they're bringing in kids that can that can maintain. You know, we can say that Josh Allen and I think he won another defensive player of the year award i mean they're, they're making them up yeah. to give them at this point but <laughs> you know him and benny yeah they they are generational you know rare talent that that's true but there's a lot of other guys on the team that were under recruited that you flew under a lot of people's radar that 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 contributed to the team as well so i think that is the that's how this team this program is going to be you're not going to beat Alabama for a lot of kids. You're not going to beat the Ohio State. But, but get the best kids you can. Coach them up. And, and you know, uh, you know, Cal will tell you that Anthony Davis took the fourth most shots on the championship team. And I think Stoops might start reminding folks, you know, Josh Allen was just a two-star, you know. So, uh, you know, coach them up and, and, and build that way. And I think they can still be competitive. Uh, against the uh, against the, the 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 kind of the second tier SEC teams, but you know you get uh, another another stud kid and and you know a couple of those guys, and now you can start competing with Georgia a little bit. So I, I think it's a step in the right direction. I'm not a recruiting guy, but from what I'm reading, there's a lot of lot of to feel good about uh, this particular recruiting class. Definitely, definitely, and. Uh, also, too, we would have to mention that uh, Jordan Jones is not going to be playing in the uh, the bowl game. That news just came out a, a day or two ago. Uh, so the Louisville game 
where, you know, the 5610 route that you witnessed personally at Cardinal Stadium was the finale of his career. Uh, that was really, I haven't seen a lot of details as to why, uh, but he had a, a really solid senior season. He was great as a sophomore, uh, had some issues as a junior, but was able to bounce back and, and have a solid senior year. Josh Allen, of course, you know, got all the pub. Uh, even more than Edwards and the rest of the guys. Uh, but Jordan Jones quietly had a very solid season, over 60 tackles and several tackles for loss in the sack or two. Um, hate to not see him out there against Penn State, but uh, he still did a lot of good things um, and and did a lot of uh, reshaping, a lot of molding, and, and a lot of maturing in his senior season at Kentucky. Yeah, you know, he really turned his turned things around. I, I think that's a testament to him and, and, and to the staff for nurturing him. But, you know, I don't know what the deal is. I don't want to start speculating. I haven't seen anything come out except saying that he's not going to play. But, um, you know, he, he had an up-and-down career. But, but I, I think that we can still look back on what he was able to do and look back on it fondly. Yeah. Yeah, and there was also I thought that Tahin King might transfer as well. He had redshirted uh, in the middle of this season because uh, you know the whole four game rule. Uh, he was able to redshirt, but it looks like he might be transferring uh, as well. And Zaire Hughes had a little dust up and an assault, so I'm not sure if he's going to be playing uh, in the bowl game as well. He had a, a broke a big long run against Murray State game that I saw at Kroger Field. Um, I'm sure Coach Stoops will elaborate on that or, or speak on that as they get closer to the game as to what the decision is going to be or how it's going to be handled uh, as far as that goes as well. But um, all in all, for the most part, everybody's healthy. Um, Benny Snell announced his decision to go pro as most of us expected, especially playing the running back position. Uh, being a physical, bruising running back, this running style that he has, uh, we need to come back and, and take that pounding as a senior. Um, whether you get the record or not against Penn State, you have rewritten the running back position at Kentucky. Got the touchdown record, had that for you know forever ago. Got a chance to surpass Sonny Collins uh, if he gets 108 yards, 107 yards against Penn State. Uh, he had a nice video that he tweeted out um, that he announced his decision. But then after he announced that he's leaving, you know, what am I going to play in the bowl game? Snell, yeah. So you got Allen, Snell, all these guys who've had all SEC-type seasons, all American-type seasons, uh, award-winning-type seasons, seasons full of recognition, but they're still going to come back and play in the bowl game. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a step in the in, in the right direction, and you know I'm 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 glad that they're doing that. You know, selfishly, you know, you want to see them play, but uh, th- those guys have worked so hard; they deserve all the accolades. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the Nagurski, Chuck McMerrick, Ronnie Lott, Jack Lambert. I mean. <laughs> You listen, listing who's who of 
defensive stalwarts in the NFL, they're going to make the list, and Josh Allen just racked up all the awards that bear their names. We're talking all kind of eras, from Bronco and, and Ben Eric, I mean, way back, and then, of course, you and I saw a lot. Lambert a tad before our time in between all those, and Josh Allen, you know, has trophies just piled up. He trips over trophies, probably going to the bathroom when he's in his apartment. But uh, he deserves every last one of them. Absolutely. Did you see this tweet from my guy, Rich Chapman, who follows the show? Just tweeted out a picture that Dr. J can still dunk. 68 years old and still able to get it up over the rim and throw it down. Oh wow! I, I have not I had not seen that. So I'm retweeting it. I think I retweeted from my personal at Vinnie Hardy account, but at Cat Talk Wednesday, I'll retweet that as well. But Rex is uh, saying, you know, Doc can still dunk. 68 years old, kind of like your boy Jerry Rice, you know, 56, still going hard, running routes, and and you know, out on the field, snagging passes. Uh, that clip we talked about last year, year before. Uh, with him still running routes as effectively almost as he did when we last saw him playing. Well, you know I'm a huge Jerry Rice fan, so uh, yeah, he's still able to do it. uh, But Dr. J still dunking. I mean, my goodness. Uh, Yeah, there's a video. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So Rex just tweeted out a few minutes ago, so that is something else. You mentioned – De'Aaron Fox a minute ago with, with the Fox band year where they trounced Arizona State and beat them by 46 at 115-69 or something like that. We had a triple-double, uh, beat up on poor Bobby Hurley's team down there. Um, he's doing his thing with the Sacramento Kings. As we know, <clears throat> Scott Charlton is tweeting out highlights of De'Aaron every night doing something, you know, to crossing up steps, breaking his ankles. Uh, the blocks, the fast breaks and transition, you know, and, and he's on his way to becoming the leader of that team. You mentioned they have a winning record, and we're halfway through December. It's early. If the playoffs started now, they would be in there. That they'd have the eighth seed if they the playoffs started right now. Um, gave the Warriors all they wanted the other night. Go to state one one thirty to one twenty five, but. They keep it together and play their cards right, and Vlade and all them. If they don't screw it up, the Kings are poised to make some noise and work their way up and become a good team in the West. Um, their coach, Dave Yeager, used to be at Memphis. And, look, words are just that. Words are just words. But they can also <laughs> put pressure or, or change perception. Jaeger says that with the tandem of Darren Fox and the rookie Marvin Bagley, the Kings now have the next Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Those are his words. And he's there every day at practice. He's coaching them. Do we see that? And look, and Fox has been there. Fox has got a season and change under his belt. Bagley is just a handful of games in. 
to go ahead and put that KD on Bagley, and I'm not saying that just because Fox went to Kentucky either, uh, that he's on his way to becoming. He's shown us more than Bagley has. But to already say Marvin is going to be KD, that's, that's heavy. I know it's just words, but that's, that's a lot to put on the young fella already. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely uh, that's definitely something. I, I saw that, and, and I don't know if I'm willing to make that jump right now. I mean, uh, I think you, you – you know, like you said, it's just words, but I just – putting that on – putting that on those young guys, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously Jaeger knows more about that kind of stuff than I do, but – to me, that's just a kind of well. Let's just see, you know. Let's just see how that goes. But but Fox is on a tear. He should definitely be in the conversation for most improved player. And uh, you know, maybe I am a Kentucky homer with that respect. But I don't know if I would make that jump right now. That's just me. Yeah, and you know, I hadn't pulled up. You know, pulled up Bagley's numbers. Uh, he's not playing tonight against uh, – got a knee injury, so he's not playing tonight. That's going to play into it as well, you know, just just staying healthy enough, much less putting up insane Hall of Fame-worthy numbers over several years. Um, but, you know, they're, they've only played like 30 games. Sacramento. So to say that about Bagley, um, <laughs> you know, right, you know, already, you know, he's averaging twelve point seven points, one block, um, six rebounds a game. So, and look, potential, you know, that's the, there's he's young, one and done. Potential is still there. The ceiling is still high, but uh, I don't know if we can already go there. So definitely, look, we love the NBA. And that's the topic that caught my eye. I had to just throw that out there. Um, and, you know, maybe maybe they do it. You know, a lot of people wanted to give Mark Jackson shade when he said Stephen Clay were the best shooting backcourt ever. And, you know, people were kind of knocking him for that. And look, we see them do it year in and year out, and they've lived up to that. Bagley and Fox might do it, but, you know, we might be three, 45 years from now saying, yeah, wow, yeah. You know, Jager, Jager really called that. But that's a lot for a guy that's only a month and a half into his rookie season. Absolutely. We got our guy, Kevin Hill, coming up in about 12 minutes. Um, talk with him about UK as well, how shooting from the lip got started. Um one more little Kentucky topic I saw. I'll have to just save it for the both of y'all. Uh, just some little fun, random stuff. Um, but what else has been catching your eyes? You been, you know, got any soapbox-worthy moments that have, you know, been building up since we were on last? Everything mellow. You know, I was trying to calm you down last week because you're getting hot at all yeah, people. Yeah, I'm. I'm- 
I'm I'm mellowing out. I mean, you know, fans are gonna fan, but it's just, uh, you know, I I think this team, the the men's basketball team, still has opportunity to get to the Final Four. I also think, and this may be going out of ledge, I, the Coach Mitchell's women's team is a whole lot better than a lot of people thought. You know, their only loss on the season was at Louisville, and Louisville has become a, a mini juggernaut uh, for women's basketball. But to, to beat down, you know, 15, 16 points and, 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 and close it to five, I mean, I know there's no moral uh, victories here. We're, we're kind of past that point, but uh, I, I think that's a step showing that this program is on its way back. And, you know, outside of the Louisville game, they they looked – and, and even include the Louisville game, they looked just really, really well. Uh, we're back to the way they were just a few years ago when they were Elite Eight team. Uh, defensively, they turned teams over, and that triggers easy offense. And, and Macy Morris from your neck of the woods has become that that senior leader that we had with uh, Michaela Epps a few years ago. So don't be surprised that the, the women's team will also make some noise this year. I, I know they got it. Get into the meat of the SE. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full website for details. Mississippi State and, and, and South Carolina, and uh, yeah, I think LSU is, is, is ranked as well. So there's going to be an opportunity for the, the women to make some noise on the basketball court this year as well. For sure, for sure. Um, Van House tweeting in, former UK DB, and as you would expect, he is proud of Louisiana. We mentioned the quarterback that's coming in from Amit, Louisiana, and he said that he couldn't respond because he was driving. He said it's something special about the boys from the boot. Talking about Louisiana. So, uh, you know, he's going to be keeping his eye on the kid coming in uh, from Louisiana, and you know, Louisiana does look like a boot, and he is proud of his home state. So we, we see you, Van, and that's why I had to tweet at him this morning. When I saw he had the Louisiana commit coming in, uh, just like Anthony White and all the Ohio guys, you know Van is going to be paying special attention to the young man from Louisiana. Okay. But not a lot of not a lot of soapbox stuff. Uh, my Niners finally beat Seattle for the first time in ten games, which is unreal. But uh, you know, uh, the the NFL 
playoffs are going to be sued here. You know, they're playing on Saturday now that the college football season is on hold, which the, the bowl season just doesn't make any sense. Because uh, I, I think for me what it is, the bowl season is just so stretched out. It's just so, you know, a lot of teams haven't played since before Thanksgiving. And and it's just such a weird postseason. You know, we talk about, you know, the NBA postseason goes on forever. Uh, baseball's postseason, the games all start at 9 o'clock Eastern. Uh, the NFL kind of has a, a pretty good uh, – a, a truncated postseason where you want to tune into all the games, but the the bowl season is just it's so weird and disjointed. A lot of teams go forty days between the end of their season and their bowl game. That just it's just weird to me. You're, you're not nearly the same team that you were, and you know you've got to get some experience if you're a coaching staff. How do you keep your guys fresh after you know thirty? You know, forty-five days without playing—that to me is a, is a is a big challenge as well. And there will be a little little sloppiness, a little teams having to having to to knock a little bit of rest off from not playing every week. They'll be healthy, which you know, definitely glad to be able to to heal up after a twelve-game season. Uh, Coach Stoops is talking about being balanced with it, you know, letting them be able to go and have fun. Uh, we talked with George Matthew last week, and he talked about how they went down and were able to have a good time uh, in Tampa where the, the bowl event was going to be held, do a lot of off-the-field stuff, a lot of events like that. Um, so, you know, you, you do want to win, but you like like Coach Stoops has been saying, you don't just want to, <laughs> here's your reward for a great season. We we beat on you some more and, and, and put your bodies through some more grueling practices. So it's that fine line that they have to try to find that balance. Happy to get the extra practice leading into you know spring practice and all that. Uh, you know every coach and we'll talk about the importance of those extra practices, those extra reps. Um, but it is you don't want to just wear them down when they've already been worn down. So yeah. Definitely find that balance, find that fine line where they can have some fun, enjoy themselves, uh, but yet buckle down and, and try to win the game or at least have a good showing uh, as well. So a lot easier <laughs> said than done as far as all that goes. Absolutely. Um. Talked about Van Howe. We talked about Fox and Monk. Oh, look, you mentioned your um, and congratulations to your Niners because you know it's the division rival playing Seattle, and you know the Niners you're playing for pride at this point, and they still were able to go to overtime and get that win. Uh, not so much for my Cowboys. I look. I said it last week against the Eps. I said this game in Indianapolis is going to be a lot tougher than Cowboys fans think it's going to be. Indianapolis has been in playoff mode for a few minutes already, for a few weeks. They played the Texans, who went up there and you know ran off seven, eight games in a row. They beat them. Same thing with the Cowboys, who who come in hot. Indianapolis is desperate. 
you got the Titans, you got the Colts, you got the Texans, and all of them ain't making the playoffs. They're all, you know, rounding into having some good seasons. There's not enough spots. Everybody from that division ain't making it. And Dallas did a lot and took a big step to winning the NFC East with the win last week against Philadelphia. And I just I just knew going up there and playing a team that's already in playoff mode, human nature, you, you, you say you don't do it, the coaches try to warn you, let your guard down or not go as hard or not match the other team's intensity. I didn't think to go up there and get shut out, but it didn't surprise me that they lost that game because Indianapolis is in survival mode. They had to have it. And the Cowboys, you know, you got Tampa Bay coming up at home. I think you got the Giants to close out the regular season. Uh, you got a one-game lead. You just got to handle business the rest of the way, and you still lock up the division. And it just didn't surprise me that they weren't able to go up there and, and match Indianapolis intensity. You know, it, that doesn't excuse it. That doesn't mean that, oh, it's cool that you went up there and got shut out. But it just doesn't surprise me that they, they took a hell. Well, you know, I'm 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 not surprised either. It is the Cowboys, but uh, <laughs> you know, the, the Cowboys. I mean, they're 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 learning as they go. I mean, you know, there's changing of the guard. No Dez, no no Romo, no Witten. So these Cowboys have to figure it out. And as much as I want to dump on Romo, I mean, he was a great player, a, a really fantastic player. So these Cowboys have to learn how to win like the Cowboys of, of, of our day learned how to win. You know, all the lumps they took, you know, uh, from Aikman's first year and, and, and all that, uh, you know, the question is, can they? And, and we'll have to see. Uh, you know, the window is only open for so long. You only get so long to, to, to take that shot at the, uh, at the Super Bowl. So, when you have those opportunities, you have to uh, maximize those opportunities. I mean, you look at Carolina and, you know, they had a Super Bowl a couple of years ago and it, it doesn't look like the way they're constituted right now, they can get back. So you have to, you know, you have to take advantage, you know, most recently as well with my 49ers, you get there, uh, you get to three straight NFC championship games and, you know, play here, play there. Maybe you win a Super Bowl, but, but things fall apart so quickly uh, in the NFL, unless you're the Patriots for, you know, whatever deal they made with the devil. But uh, you've got to be able to maximize as much as you can. Absolutely. About to dial up our buddy Kevin Hill right quick. But while we do that, i got to go ahead and get you to speak on. <laughs> you already hit me last night with a gif, a gif, whatever it is. My boy Harden and his, his his little traveling episode he got away with against the Jazz. I go ahead and I'll go ahead and take us there um, because look, <laughs> that was well done with the Bobby Brown every little step I take because that I mean that summed it up perfectly. Yeah, I mean the the, the NBA is going to have to intervene because it it. It looks it. 
the, the hard move, and I'm, I'm not going to talk about him baiting officials and, and, and all that kind of stuff, but the the obvious pick up your dribble and then take two and a half steps, I think that's just a liberal interpretation of the traveling rule. That's my that's my two cents. Yeah, yeah. So it was funny that you, you sent me that. And I had no rebuttal because even in the uh, – Post-game press conference, Harden was like, what, what do you want me to say? I'm, like, well, I'm not going to tell him myself. So he knows he got away with it. Uh, and that play was reviewable. So uh, the refs not only missed it live, but then missed the review of it as well. So uh, anyway, it is what it is. And I won't have to call our guest. Our guest is on the line as well. Mentioned at the start of the show, we have a Louisville heavy show tonight. Jefferson County is in the building. TB, you make fun of me with all the Harlan County stuff I say. Well, tonight it's a Jefferson County night because coming in from Louisville, home of TB, is also Louisville native. Host of shooting from the lip, Kevin Hale. How are you, Kev? What's up, guys? Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate that, man. Um, should have had you on a hot minute ago, years ago, but I'm happy to finally have you on on this glorious Wednesday evening. Thank you for taking the time. Uh-oh. Oh, Terry dropped off. We'll get him back in a minute. Thank you for taking the time to, to hop on with us. Um, I, like, like you mentioned, I've been wanting to come on. Um, just schedules and stuff have us. Always work in our favor, but you know, as they say, Vinny, you always remember your first. So this is the first for me. So, and a memorable first it is and will be. Um, we've been talking UK as, as always, just like um, you guys talked it Sunday on your show. And first of all, and look, a lot of people already know because when you when you roll like you. Not only is it a show, but you have a network of shows. But for those who may not know about shooting from the lip, tell us how it originated and, and give everybody a little background on on your show that you host and, and the things that you're doing. Yes, uh, shooting from the lip um, turned four years old uh, in November, so four years, a four-year run so far for my show and. Something that I've I'm proud of, you know, it's it's a hobby and having a good time with it. A show that started as a sports show when it first debuted in November of 2014, and um, perhaps I was enjoying. I'm a huge sports guy, and of course a Kentucky fan, and um, but it was like I don't know a few months into that run of doing the sports shows. I kind of thought, you know, there's other podcasts out there that kind of have Kentucky sports covered. So I wanted to just kind of, you know, go deeper with uh, uh, you know, with topics and stuff. So then it, it kind of became basically a pop culture show where, um, you know, you mentioned I'm I'm in Louisville. So I decided to focus uh, on the Louisville scene um, as far as, like musicians, entrepreneurs, just giving the Louisville people, Louisville talent, 
a voice. But I would still do, uh, you know, a per- periodic sports show, obviously with the Kentucky theme, and you know, try to add some Louisville flavor in as well. But um, that, you know, that's that's kind of my thing. And um, you know, I was on Blog Talk Radio for over three years, like you guys, and and I decided uh, at a certain point um, towards the end of 2017 that I wanted to like. <laughs> do my podcast Joe Rogan style. And he's kind of my podcast hero. So I started, you know, doing on-site locations where, you know, with video and then I'll take the audio and upload it to various podcast platforms. But, you know, that's kind of where I'm at today. I'm talking with Kevin Hale, shooting from the lip. Louisville native, just like Terry Brown. Um, were you born and raised in Louisville? Your whole life? All my life, all my life, yeah. And I and I don't have any regrets. I really like it here. Uh, it's, Louisville, I think Terry would concur. Uh, we got a little bit of everything. Uh, obviously, it's the the biggest city in the state, but uh, when it comes to food, uh, music, I mean, there's there's a lot of Great things going on in this town. Um, so I'm, I'm a I'm a happy Louisvilleian. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, now I know Terry's a Seneca guy. So which high school did you go to? And I don't know if I'm trying to start any beef, but I'm just let me see. No, where where did Terry go? <laughs> where, did where did is he back on? Yeah, he's I'm back, back on. Oh. Hey, Terry. I went to uh, DuPont Manual High School, class of 85. So people out okay. there can do the math. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the old one of us on, on here tonight. So <laughs> you guys that's respect still, your that's elders. Cr- <laughs> that's crazy, though, that, you know, and, and of course – you put you know dad and granddad in and Twitter. It's crazy that you're already a granddad. I don't know every granddad that's walking the earth, but you got to be one of the cooler granddads to, to ever be a granddad. You know, I, you know I'll, I'll you know I'll accept that title. I'd like to think so. Um, I'm probably you're not your typical granddad, but uh, I do have fun with the my grandsons and that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, my kids and my my grandboys are my prized possession. So at the end of the day, it's all about them. So. so do you spoil them anyway? I mean, even though you might not, you know, be going fishing or, or hunting and doing the typical granddad stuff, you still, you still spoil them up and then give them back to your kids and say, 
Well, it's, with the, my grandson's, yeah, that's it's a little different because my oldest, uh, who is the mother of my grandson, she's married, and they live right outside of D.C. She married, uh, my son-in-law's in the Air Force, so he's stationed at uh, Andrews Air Force Base. So, you know, with daughter, son-in-law, and the grandsons, you know, we don't, I don't get to see them as often as I'd like. So, and, you know, we we do a lot of FaceTiming. We, we visit as we can. Uh, but, yeah, it's, as soon as the, those grandsons are around me, it's like uh, – actually, I'm one of those. If uh, it, they could stay with me and mom and dad, their mom and dad can go back to D.C., and I'd be okay with it. I just I adore them. And, so. Yeah, my my dad does that. I got two boys, and in the summer on spring break, you know, dad and the boys mm-hmm. will, will go on a, a trip, or you know, they'll run to Atlanta because I got some aunt down there, or mm-hmm. you know, they'll they'll have their own little adventures and 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 camp or go get a hotel and and stay for a few days. And you know, dad loves it, and he's like, you know, me and my wife are working, we give y'all a little bit of a break. And give us time with the boys, and, and they just have a big old time. Yeah, I mean, family is is very important. I mean, it's, it it always will be. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, listen to the show Sunday, so I, I know where you were leaning. But we've already did talked you, about a little bit. Wait, 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 did you listen to it or did you watch it? Because you know, for the first time on. For a Sunday night, because when I start talking, when I do my Sunday night show, um, it had been kind of just an audio uh, when I do the sports thing. So this past Sunday, I incorporated video. We got to see a different side of Terry that, you know, I normally don't see. I actually have video on video. We we have him putting. I mean, how sweet is that? He's putting his daughter to bed while he's doing the show. Yeah. He is tucking in his mm-hmm. daughter. You know, saying good night. I mean, that tells you the character of Terry. But you know, also he's <laughs> multitask. He's he's talking UK sports and you know tucking in his baby girls. So uh, I like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's super dad stuff right there. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta yeah, do what you, you gotta do. You do, you do. <laughs> but yeah, Sunday we were we were yeah definitely talking Kentucky sport. With really, we were heavily talking basketball. And I had mentioned Sunday night uh, in a in a nutshell that this team, this year's team, I'm not, I haven't been dazzled yet by this team, and I'm not so sure at what point of the season potentially that I'm going to potentially be dazzled. I've got, I've got some worries with this team. I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, a big test this coming Saturday. It'll be a measuring stick game to, to see if they're, you know, making steps to be what they want to be or where they want to be. Uh, and like Cal says, either win or you learn and, you can't learn anything playing Popcorn State, so they yeah. are playing North Carolina. They would definitely learn something one way or the other, win or lose. Right. Way. You know, I I think 
as a fan base, we were, it was a little bit of shock and awe when, um, you know, Duke gave us that beat down. I don't think, I don't think anybody saw a 30, what was it, 34 point loss, you know, against Duke. So that kind of put things in perspective of where, you know, the team is at that point. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say we've gotten better, but yeah, Saturday's game against North Carolina, a team that runs, uh, uh, you know, runs a lot. They're offensively talented. Uh, it, this is kind of like going to be, in a sense, to me, Duke 2.0, another kind of a Duke challenge. So I think it's a good measuring stick to see how far we've come since uh, that Duke game. You know, Definitely the case. Um, and they tip it off in Chicago. A couple little just random Kentucky things. Me being out of state, I don't see every story coming and going, uh, like I told Terry at the beginning of the show. But for all Kentuckians here, and KFC chicken and waffles, are y'all on board with that, yay or nay? That's kind of their newest promotion here they come out with. Y'all cool with that? Y'all tried them? You wish they hadn't come out with that? Or where are we at on that? Wait a minute. What is it they came out with? I didn't even hear that. Waffles? I mean, KFC's got chicken and waffles. KFC has chicken as and waffles. In like pan, as in pancake waffles? Yeah. Like, yeah. like oh, waffles, I, I chicken waffles. Oh, I haven't heard that. So. Yeah, it's, it's, so. it, it, it ain't great. <laughs> it, yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm not exactly the biggest KFC fan, so that's probably why I haven't noticed it. Um, but I, I did see where KFC evidently, and I'm, I don't know if I'm, if it, if it's accurate or not. It appears to be accurate that they have these KFC logs, like wood logs, for fireplace that gives you. <laughs> that's the, where I was going it, next. Uh, yeah, that one <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> and I thought I was being like, <laughs> is someone trolling us? Is this a, you know, we're getting you're getting punked? But um, I actually would be, uh, I would be, I would try lighting up a log first before I would try a waffle. I would think, I want to know <laughs> that that log does smell like KFC. So if the log had the eleven herbs and spices aroma, you'd be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I'll be okay with that. <laughs> okay, those are a couple of things I was like, I gotta, gotta run them by y'all while y'all are on. Oh, uh, musically in Louisville, who is up and coming right now? Who's catching your eye? Who uh, have you promoted lately or are about to promote on Shooting from the Lip? TV and I are big music guys, and and mm-hmm. as far as the local talent in the city, there who's Who's on your radar right now? Yeah, there's, there's a lot. I mean, actually, the truth is, uh, you know, the local music scene is pretty badass. I mean, there's a, just a, a variety of talented people in town um, in all genres. Uh, it's hard for me to just kind of point out, you know, you know, specific people. But, I mean, if you're looking for, you know, dance music, cover bands, bands or Solo acts who do original stuff, 
there's a lot of talent here. And uh, I told all my music friends and, I, and my friends in general that there's so much music talent here that I would be – I would never have to leave the city to search for good music because I think we've got it here. Uh, of course, you know, Nashville, the bigger cities, you know, they've got a lot more probably people there to to choose from. But, you know, here I, I'm okay with the music scene. It's it's pretty damn good. Are you talking with Kevin Hale, shooter from the lips, uh, sports, film, <laughs> politics, music, he covers it all on his show. Are you a big concert guy, or are you just a guy that likes to go out and find some live music, or what is, yeah, what is your preference? Yeah, I'm actually, you know, I've got lots of friends who play music, so the truth is I'm usually, in a week's time, at least probably three nights a week, I'll go watch live music. You know, I do I do my podcast recording um here at a bar in the Highlands. Shout out to Baxter's 942 uh, every Tuesday night. And it precedes a friend of mine who does a standing Tuesday night gig there. So after my podcast recording, I stick around and watch him play. And yeah, that's, that's kind of my, it's my guilty pleasure. My vice, if you will, is that I, I need to get out and watch friends play. And it's, there's always some, somebody playing and, Somewhere good to hang out with a bunch of people, and it's always a good time. But you, TV, I gotta get Terry out. We Terry and I, I, we Terry and I live in the city. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get Terry right. out, man. I, I I do. Most of the concerts I see are you know Sesame Street Live and those kinds of things. Although the girls are getting <laughs> a little bit older to 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 go out. That's you know I I, I do a lot of the daddy thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Girls did Taylor Swift this summer. That's their kind of thing. But I'm trying to get mm-hmm. them into some of the local stuff because Kevin is absolutely right. Uh, I feel bad because I don't go out like I used to. But but the one of the best kept secrets about Louisville is you know they should put us. Mayor Fisher needs to put us on the uh, on the tourism board. But you know the food is 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 generally ranked by different magazines and websites. As being really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the current season of Top Chef, you know, is centered on Louisville. Yeah. And right. Louisville chefs have have represented well on Food Network challenges and and, and this, that, and the other. So culinary wise, Louisville is is great for that, and and also for music. And mm-hmm. it just goes back to where Louisville is located. Uh, you know, way back in the old days, you know, the Ohio River being the main thoroughfare it was, Louisville became a stopping point, you know, with people going from east to west and north to south, right. just from where it sits. So exactly. because of right. that, there's a lot of people that pass through that decided to stay. Mm-hmm. And so probably more than, uh, you know, I'd, I'd say more than Cincinnati, even more than Indy maybe, Maybe not Nashville, but you get a lot of different mixes of culture and music and food and all that right here in Louisville. So there's right. there's a lot to do. I'm not going to get on my soapbox too much about that, but 
you know, people, well, what's Louisville? Louisville is, is it, it's not New York City. I will give you that. It's not New York. It's not Chicago. But uh, for a triple-A town, it's not half bad. Mm. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah without, without, without offending my fellow Kentucky fans who reside in and around Lexington, Lexington is a college town. Louisville here, we really kind of have it all. I mean, we're we're, we're we are hands down a better, um, you know, entertainment town uh, than than Louisville, or excuse me, than Lexington. And I'm, you know, other than the uh, that the team, our rival team here in town, you know, there's there's a lot of good things happening. Routinely in this in in Louisville, so yeah, I mean I like the city. I'm, I'm right there with you. And, you know, yeah, you'll come to visit. Got family there, and you know, me coming from the, being a small town guy on the show, we always enjoy coming to visit Louisville. Uh, and like, look outside of just the cars, everything else is great. You know, we, we talk trash with. With the family at the family reunion, with the Cards fans, that whole back and forth banter that exists. Uh, but you know, we have fun. Took the kids to the zoo in Louisville. Been to the Ollie Center. Been, you know, all different places, and and uh, always had a lot of fun there. You mentioned Cincinnati, Kevin, and and you already you already prefaced you already had your no offense to Lexington statement. So, <clears throat> not trying to knock Cincinnati. But for me personally, since we're talking music and food and all that and what cities had to offer, for me personally, the Skyline and the Gold Star, they can have all of that. I don't know how y'all feel, but I've, I've tried them both, and they can keep all that kind of stuff as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that, that's well, not my go-to. That's not my go-to, Chelly. So. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I can't get into – I can't get into uh, – into that uh, the the brown sugar I think it is is, is what they uh, skyline has so that I can't I can't get into that but uh, yeah. I, I just would would say to to you know Kentucky fans that buy into that uh, Louisville doesn't exist you know separate the school from the city the city is fantastic now the the university you know surprise surprise another scandal. <laughs> got you know if you're scored at home uh, another issue uh was that the dance happened thing? With, yeah with the dance thing i just think yeah. some inappropriate <laughs> use of funds or something like that but it, it on the scale of things it's not the biggest issue you know that they've had there obviously but it's another you know, one more thing yeah it's it's, yeah. it's like one more thing right kevin <laughs> Yeah, it's like at this point, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, I, I, at one point I guess it's it, I used to laugh at the the frequency of all the bad stuff that was happening at Louisville. Now it's it actually I'm, I'm it's kind of sad because I've got a lot of Louisville friends, and it, it, even at this point they're just shrugging their shoulders and like, again, you know, what else? And I do I do. Kind of feel bad for him. Uh, I did have a, this. Was, you might appreciate this, guys. That today I'm talking to a little friend, and uh, you know, obviously today football wise was a great 
uh, signing day for us. Uh, I think from all indications, we we got a lot. Uh, you know, we got a lot of great players uh, signed. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And, you know, for the future. But, you know, it's like at one point during the day, I asked my local friend, you know, I told him, I said, it, 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 it takes me four, or excuse me, it takes me, uh, yeah, four hands to cover the amount of, uh, signees we got today, and I think it that at the time I said that he only needed one hand. <laughs> I mean, it, that and that tells you that tells you right now how. Just think, two years ago, Louisville, Lamar Jackson, that football program really was. I mean, they were the king of the state. I mean, they are. They have fallen right now, bad. <laughs> And it's, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's like I said on your show on Sunday, think think about it. And I think I said it here as well. But two years ago, a 28-point favorite mm-hmm. went into the swing, game. Right? And this year, mm-hmm. a 17-point underdog. I mean, that is a pretty big swing for in two years. Without right. NCAA sanctions, that's just. Wow. So it, Coach Satterfield's got his hands full on the rebuild uh, of, of the football program. Mm-hmm. Totally good. And uh, you said, you said, Kevin, that the Louisville fan has, can basically count all their commitments on one hand. Kentucky almost has one hand's worth of commitments from Louisville alone, in addition to the four alone, hands of right, commitments yeah. they got. It was a great day in Louisville, recruiting-wise, in your city. Right. For Kentucky. And the truth is, truth is, two, three years ago, that wouldn't have happened. I mean, that – you've got – you hear coaches now uh, in town, or actually around the, the region, would talk – now have come out and say how little interaction Petrino or his staff would interact with you know, the high school coaches. So it, it was like, um, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Uh, I, I mean, it, it is literally with the, with Louisville Petrino, it is like he just became uninterested <laughs> in coaching <laughs> anymore. It, it, it just, but it, it, the program, yeah, their program is just in, it's in bad shape. And so yeah, to your point, the new coach, the new guy, he's got an uphill 
climb, and it, and it based on today's signings, yeah, they got a long way to go. It and it's not gonna. And, and the thing is, it's not gonna get easier because there's a lot of programs that we saw this year that that really want to take some points out on U of L. So it's not gonna get easier as they try to rebuild. All right, right, I, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the the whole athletic program. Uh, at Louisville has been under a black cloud for, for a while. And, I, you know, with the way the, the, the still the FBI, the whole Adidas thing, you know, that hasn't totally played out yet. So, you know, there's still, there's still some negativity that's going to be placed on that, you know, on the, uh, on the school for the foreseeable future. So, Hey, but you know, better them than us. It's <laughs> like I always say, any any school can act a fool at any time. So, right. Kentucky's had their times, and and hopefully they don't have any more times coming up. So yeah, um, yeah. I want to let me you, you definitely. Uh, I, I saw something on. I was going through Twitter today, and I, you may if y'all talked about this earlier, I didn't catch it, but I wanted to ask you guys this. This is this is where I kind of take a little shot at a, you know, a percentage of our fan base who, to me, just, they don't get it. Um, the kid who, uh, who's at University of Miami now, the quarterback who is now, they've said he's transferring out of Miami. I want to say it's Williams, his last name, maybe. It's the kid who had committed to us like twice and then finally went to Miami. Yeah. Jared Williams. Yeah, there you go. And then the the potential talk about him maybe, you know, or considering Kentucky, coming to Kentucky, and, you know, just the kind of the backlash on some of our fan base on how they react to that. You know, I, I, I struggle with you know, that percentage of our our base who, for some reason, I don't know, just that – Cracks me up, and they're the same people who, you know, rip on Cal and the one and done and all this stuff. But what was your what's your all's take on this whole Williams thing? Kentucky football, we're not at that point where we can turn up our nose at talent. Exactly. And, you know, football. I, I don't think because now. Kentucky fans are paying attention to football recruiting. Football recruiting is just different. Kids throw out verbals like, you know, Valentine's on Valentine's Day when you're in elementary school. Everybody gets a verbal. Like, that's just the way it goes. It's a, it's a you know, they talk about the one-and-done basketball kids, but the football kids are a little bit more well-known for their kind of back and forth and I'm committed, but I'm still going to talk to this team, that kind of stuff. That mm-hmm. happens. You know, like the Wandale Robinson kid and, and whatnot. You know, I I don't get mm-hmm. upset about that. So yeah. when it comes to recruiting, and if you're Kentucky football, if you want more nine and three seasons, you can't hold your nose at a kid that's talented and wants to come play. You you can't right. do that if you're Kentucky. Mm-hmm. No, like you said, oh. we're not we're not Bama. You know, we're not Clemson. <laughs> we we have to. To your point, we can't stick our nose up. We're not at that. Unless the kid is just 
you know, burnt the bridge with us, you know, but right. And, 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 and yeah. I don't think we need to take take flyers on kids that have had, uh, you know, some some legal issues. I don't think we need to become, you know, uh, boys haven or anything like that. Which right. Kevin, I think, part of the reason, you know, Louisville kind of had some issues with some of those guys that didn't quite pan out like they thought. So I don't mm-hmm. think we're that to that point. But no. kids that you want to come in and, and you know Miami is still Miami. I know it's been a while since they've been Miami, but I don't fault a kid for that. <laughs> like you wouldn't fault a young man that wanted to come to uh, Lexington to play basketball. I mean, sometimes the name is the name yeah. is the name. So I, I just I'm with you. I don't understand the the. I don't understand how our fan base thinks sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think in. And you guys are, are hitting it right on the head. And TV said, you know, you would, unless you completely nuke the bridge, and if they're considerate, you know, bringing him back, if that presents itself, no doubt some conversations are going to be had, and the coaching staff will know what the status of the bridge is before anything goes any further. Uh, there's a couple quarterbacks that committed today, so uh, no doubt he would be aware of that. But if he, you got to eventually, you got to pick a place, and you're gonna have to come in and, and work and compete. Uh, so you know Terry's is entrenched for probably the next couple of years. And Danny Park already transferred. We'll see what happens with Gunnar Hoke. You got two quarterbacks that committed today. If you come, I mean, outwork him and see what happens, or, or you know, yeah. we'll see what happens if he comes in, and you know, yeah. go from there. I think you know today I caught um, uh, uh, one of the interviews. I don't know if it was Stoops or Morrow, but he, he one of them made the comment um, how much of a game changer it was for the program to to beat Florida, you know, and then to, you know, you know, add Mississippi State, the little stretch during the season where players were, you know, you know, it's like, whoa, these guys, you know, Kentucky football is like, like they just beat Florida, you know, that we had lost to for over three decades. And, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and so, yeah, it's this season. I mean, and then, and then, then you add – the accomplishments of we knew Benny was going to be Benny. He was going to be a badass this year, but I don't think I don't think I knew Josh Allen was going to potentially be a really good player, but I don't think anybody saw the fact that Josh was going to dominate the way he did and become basically our infomercial for post, for the postseason. Ooh. I mean that's and that I mean really what has Josh Allen done for the school from this point on when it comes to recruit recruiting? And, I and Kevin, <laughs> I said the same thing earlier that as much as we heard Cal talk about you know Anthony Davis taking the fourth most shots on the championship team, you know we're going to he hear probably said that again football. today, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he breaks it all down. He ever, at least once a week. At least once a week. Yeah, go right. ahead. <laughs> you know, is going to be able to say, hey, you know, Josh Allen was just a two-star. Like, 
Mm-hmm. You know, right. he, 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 you know, was, you know, he didn't have a lot of the offers coming in. And that to me is, is, is what you can sell to people. Like, look, mm-hmm. we found Benny, we found Josh Allen. We're finding you come with us. It's gone from <clears throat> selling hope to selling results. You know, that's, I that's told, the thing. Yeah. I, I have to admit, I haven't actually told many people this. I had a, kind of a private conversation with I saw somebody on Twitter that goes to Monmouth like a student and I just messaged him and I'm like Monmouth right now would be Monmouth you or the marketing team at Monmouth should create a shirt to say we were Josh Allen's other choice (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that, how free press. That's free free press right there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I sure. just, it, 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 yeah, and, and, and the thing is, I, I have to ask you, too, what was, have we heard for sure why Jordan Jones is not playing in the ball? The official I have word. not seen anything definitive. I have not seen okay. anything definitive on what's going on. All right, you haven't seen anything definitive, but have you heard anything? I, actually, I've been out of the loop all day. I just saw that he wasn't okay. playing, and I haven't started poking around or anything yet. So I don't know yeah. what the yeah. – somebody said it, it wasn't grave, so I don't know. Uh, or it wasn't mm-hmm. a discipline issue, I'm sorry. It wasn't a disciplinary mm-hmm. issue, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that they, yeah. they mentioned it was not – a disciplinary issue kind of made me think it might be grade or eligibility wise or something like that, you know, from the council. But I guess I guess where I'm going with that is that you know during the Stoops' time, this, his tenure here, you know we've not had any really major issues. I mean, yeah, we've had the the occasional player or two have maybe acted up or done something, but. You know, no one's getting no felonies, consistent felonies, or uh, crazy stuff that puts a you know a black mark on the program. So uh, I, I, I'm going to say it here: Stoops deserves all the credit that um, you know that he's been getting this year. His it's been a process. And did I see right that the AP Coach of the Year he he was like number six? I'm like at yeah. top ten, or yeah. So yeah, he's sick. yeah, I, yeah. He's um, we're in good hands with Stoops, and uh, I I hope he uh, we do our part to make sure that he's uh, he's ahead of he's running this program for several more years. I mean, he's got he's got it set up real well. You know, we weathered yeah. the storm, but mm-hmm. but once he got it set right. It, it's hard. It's hard to argue. And, and Kevin, you know, you 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 you're on the Twitter streets. You you've done shows, and uh, you know how we we talked about how the fans are. I've got zero problem with people saying, you know, Cal should do X, Y, and Z. I, I get that. Or Stoops, you know, the Tennessee game. I get that. But where I get lost is a lot of the fans, you know, with football. Well, we just want to see some progress. And it's like to five to seven to seven to nine wins that is that's progress to me like i don't understand mm-hmm. how you can not say stoops is is not the guy 
you know, well, the SEC is down. Well, the SEC's had some down years before, and we haven't done this. You know, it's not even generational. It's, it's In two generations, we haven't been this good. So I, I just don't understand the people that want to nitpick the coaches with they've got a pretty good track record so far. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, I'm going I'm to jump in real quick, Kev, because we got a we got a call on the line I'm going to bring on, and they might have some questions for us. We'll see who it is. From the 606 from, from my area code, Eastern Kentucky, so we got we got two Louisville guys, Terry Brown, Kevin Hill, shooting from the lip. Got a call from the 606 now. Welcome to Cats Talk Wednesday. Hello, caller. I'm just wanting to know if you know anybody crazy enough to travel to Boise, Idaho with Terry Brown. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we know this sounds good. good. Ah, this sounds real good. I want to hear this story. Oh yeah, well, guys, this is uh, this is Sean Smith. How's everybody doing? Sean, what's up, Sean? What's going on? Hey, not a whole hey, lot. White son, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm on my way to Chicago, and you know, for the game this weekend, and I was like, I'm going to call into the show and see what those those three are up to. Cool. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> white white son though. How how what's how much younger than you are us, John? How much younger than us are you? Uh, I'm twenty nine. If you only have a four oh one K, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by three percent. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get three percent on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April thirtieth. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. Three percent match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial. LLC, member SIPC. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Good. Oh, I don't oh, know. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can be, be Kevin's son for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Close yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was, he, he that was disrespectful, Kevin. That was that was disrespectful, Kevin. I'm sorry, man. No, I mean it's 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 actually factually correct, so I can't argue. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> he became my white son in the middle of Nebraska. So you know, as we took off, <laughs> driving to driving to Idaho, all the way uh, middle of Nebraska is where we where is where we really bonded. I think I became a lot in the middle of Nebraska. <laughs> It it was it was it was. We need to to write up something or talk about that. That would be a special podcast. Just the 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 total of almost sixty hours it took to go back and forth to to Idaho. It would be, and you know, sitting in the car just now for a road trip, it just it just struck my mind. I was like, you know, Terry's not in the car with me, and this is this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> So Man. I just wanted to I just wanted to call in and say hello and hope everybody's doing well. Thanks, y'all. And, and you yeah, along with all the stuff you're doing. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, radio show on in Pineville, Middlesboro, and and having all kind of me killing it with the guests and and giving away tickets and covering games here and there. Man, you're doing it, man. You all well, I appreciate it. it. You guys keep doing what you're doing, and Kevin, I hope you're doing well, too. 
I, I am my friend. Uh, we'll connect. Uh, we need to get you back on one of my shows, uh, Terry and Vinny. I just realized. I mean, you continue to take, you know, raise the bar every week. Last week you had Sinbad on. Tonight you have Sean Smith. I mean, good God, we can't be. <laughs> Shut it down. That's it. That, 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 that's yeah. my white son, guys. <laughs> well, you, Sean, you got, yeah. Hey, we've been trying to get you Sean got, on forever. Been, been trying to get you on forever. You know, Terry's talked about it. I mentioned it, and you know, been messaging. And, and look, got both of y'all. We killed two birds with one stone with both of you guys tonight. You <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it come across Twitter, and I was like, I'm going to call in. But I, ho- I hope y'all have a good evening and. Go Cats. Let's hope they get a win this weekend. Yes, Bring sir. us like a W. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be safe, John. Happy Absolutely. holidays to you and yours. Same to you all. Yes, sir. See you guys. All right, Sean. <laughs> all right. Thanks for calling. Yes. Send bad to Sean, man. It's like uh, just hang out with you guys. Hey, man, do it. I, I got to text you next time I'm in Louisville. I can, you know, get it with both of y'all. Been a while since I've been up there to visit or definitely see the family. Terry, I'm yeah, gotta holler both of y'all. I am Terry. Anytime you you have a chance to get out one evening, just give me a shout. I'm probably gonna be out. So I will I will do that. I got your information, and everything. So I'm definitely gonna do that. Okay, and Benny, I got to get you on shooting from the lift. You know. Now yeah, that the whole, it, the, the, we're doing the video thing, we watched this past show. We watched Terry tuck in his daughter. We watched him literally come out of his bedroom closet, which has a totally, <laughs> totally different take. But you know, but you guys, uh, for me, you guys, you guys are great. I love how long? How long have you all been doing this? Your show. This one has been. I think it's like. Well, a little more than four years for this one. I think it was okay. November yeah, 2014. Uh, we so did the Wildcat the, Wednesday yeah. for a minute before, and then we, we took a little hiatus before we started Cats Talk Wednesday. So this show, about four years, right, TV? And then we yeah. had our, our previous little run, and we had a little little hiatus before we started this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've, we've, we've been at it for a while. So, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, like, your show, my show, four years. And I've, you know, I've watched you guys, you know, kind of progress every, you know, every week, every year. And uh, so kudos to you. You do a great job of covering our boys in blue. And the times you come up, come on the show, on my show, uh, it's always appreciated. And uh, I intend to have you guys on more often. Well, that sounds good to me. I always appreciate you having us. And, to answer your question from earlier, you, you said, did I listen to you all Sunday or did I watch you all Sunday? And honestly, mm. I did both because mm. I had it put up on the phone at work, and then I had to, you know, plug in some little earphones, and, and I just put the phone in my pocket and listened right. as you all were on. So I watched a little bit and listened. So I, I did a little bit of both. Uh, but it's I cool that you, you got the, the YouTube thing going, man. That was that was cool. And a good show y'all did Sunday uh, with you and TB and Curtis and Michelle. That was that was good stuff. Yeah, always Curtis good time. Curtis and Michelle Brandon. Yeah. 
Curtis Bunch, Bunch, man. I should say. Curtis Bunch. Burnt. Curtis Bunch. Burnt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, we can't, can't thank you enough for calling in tonight. Jefferson County Good was stuff. in the house. And yeah. Sean called in to, to rep southeastern Kentucky with me, Harlan and Bell County. So it was two to two for a minute. But it was Louisville heavy, and I'm good with that. And, and, I, and I can't be mad at you, Kevin, because uh, I think my oldest is going to end up going to to Manual. Uh, she's at No right now. Uh, yep. We had a winter concert last night, so we're looking to be in uh, Manual family uh, in two years. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That was that was my I was the that was my pipeline as well. I went to No then to Manual. So. So so when uh, when Kentucky beat Florida. What, that was your senior year, or you were out of school for a year? What, where were we, 86 when they beat Florida? <laughs> they were, I was out for a year. That's a good point. I was, okay. uh, I was still watching. I was, I was still watching uh, what was on. A, yeah, I was probably watching, you know, a show like Miami Vice when it was really on NBC. When oh, it was wow. hot. It was, it was, yeah, it was hot. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was I, I was killing it. I was a Sonny Mark, Sonny Crockett, Mark. I mean, I was dressing like him and all that. So, there's your '80s story of the night. There you go. Good stuff, man. Appreciate you bringing it, Kev. Uh, Always the good work and shooting from the lip. And man, we we're honored to have you on tonight. Glad to finally get you on here. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. My pleasure. Happy holidays to you and yours. Much love. Thank you, Kevin. Same to you. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you much. Kevin Hale, shooter from the lip, fellow Louisvillian like yourself, Terry Brown. Another great show is in the books, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, It's uh, fun and exciting. Definitely. And, oh, man, look, I tweeted you the other day, it's probably going to change, but if the Clippers and Lakers were the four or five matchup in the first round, I'm, I would love it. I don't know about you, but I would love to see that. You know, and I'm going to give the Clippers a little bit of love because Shea Gildas Alexander is killing it, and he might very well be the next franchise player uh, in the NBA. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, 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 I know the Lakers have been down, but you know the had a you know the went one and three on this last road trip. But seriously, L.A. is not a Clipper town. It will never be a Clipper town. It's just it's it's not going to happen. Don't make don't don't be dumb. You know when you know when it comes to the Clippers versus the Lakers. Now, our our buddy George Massey, who was on with us last week. I mentioned I tagged you on one of his little Facebook posts because he was out in L.A. at Staples, and he was, you know, filming and taking pictures of all the statues of Magic and Kareem and Elgin Baylor and all those guys. The Clippers are moving to the, the new spot down in Inglewood, getting a new complex and all that. Like, do Lakers fans care? Are Lakers fans still cool with Staples? Or are they glad to see the Clippers leave again? Because, I mean, back in the day they had Market Square Arena. Y'all had the form. Are you glad to see them leave the building? Or what's the status of of Lakers fans and Clippers leaving Staples? 
I mean, you know, the the, the whole Clippers organization. I'm, they just want to get out of the shadow of being the being the Lakers. You know, the the reason. Uh, oh, I can't think of the old Clippers owner, Donald Sterling. The, he made money is because, you know, when Stables opened, you know, the Lakers got the prom date, but the Clippers would get the other dates, and they could still charge above market rate prices. They didn't have, you know, they could charge, you know, 75% of the Lakers games, you know, and still be have the most expensive tickets in the league. So that's just from being in L.A. Uh, but most Lakers fans don't think of the Clippers. I mean, it's just, oh. you know, they, they, they've got the division title banner, I think, that was up in Staples for a little bit. But, but everybody else that plays in Staples has championship banner. The Sparks, the Lakers, the Kings, then you got, then you got the Clippers. So, I, I, you know, I'm not living in L.A. I don't know on the ground, but most Lakers fans I know, you know, you think of the Clippers, you're like, what? Who's that? <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, also, got you know, speaking of the Clippers, you know, Penny Marshall was famously known, you know, for being a Clipper fan. Laverne and Shirley was even a tad before our time. I remember being a little kid, and it's on you know TBS. Technically, that was before our time. Remember her from that. She directed a league of their own. Uh, the last work she's doing, she had a, a, a work coming out with Dennis Robin called Rebound. It's like in post-production right now. A great actress, uh, director, huge sports fan. She passed away at age 75. Saw her courtside with Billy Crystal and a lot of Clippers fans, uh, a lot of Clippers games. Um, but, you know, condolences to her. Is she had a heck of a life and professionally a great, outstanding career. Yeah, and it, exactly. You, you've got to put uh, a league of their own, you know, top ten, top five sports movie of all time. When you look at the story that it told, that you know, we may look back on it now and say, oh yeah, the you know women playing baseball and all that, but that was. It was a revelation at the time. And not only that, she had directed just a whole host of movies. Uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash with Whoopi Goldberg. In the, you know, uh, I mean, what a career. You know, uh, what a, a career and a life and an impact uh, that she had. And, and you know, you, you tip your cap. You know, there's no crying in baseball, right? So that's, that's if you can leave a mark like that, because there's a whole lot of directors, there's a whole lot of people that make a whole lot of TV shows, but the list of people that just have a cultural impact is is short, and she's definitely on that list. Absolutely. And finally, Kelly Kroskoff just got hired as first female assistant GM in the NBA. She was previously the president of the Indiana Fever of the WNBA, now being assistant GM for the Indiana Pacers, so congratulations to her as well. It's only a matter of time, uh, you know, it was only a matter of time that we would see this happen uh, <laughs> because it used to be the GMs and the coaches were all former players, right? That was the pipeline, and that was the way to kind of keep the, 
keep women out. But now, uh, moving to analytics and that different thing, there's there's opportunity there. So now, young girls can be involved, can look and, and have dreams of being involved in the NFL and the NBA and all that. It's only a matter of time before we see a female coach, probably in the NBA first, but at some point in the NFL. Definitely. And with that, we have squeezed in a bunch, had a lot of fun like we always do. I appreciate you bringing it each and every week. Reflected um, back on Stim Back, congratulated Michelle Brown and Jim Smith and Kelly Kroskoff and condolences to Trini Marshall. Thanks to you. Thanks to Kevin Hale. Thanks to Sean Smith hopping on on his way to Chicago. Um, took with a big one this Saturday at North Carolina. Um, bowl game coming up as well, so a lot of fun stuff. The allotment of tickets is sold out. All 9,000 tickets are sold, so Big Blue Nation is headed to Orlando. Uh, in addition to the alumni chapter and all that's already down there, you got a lot of blue heading south for the bowl game, so that is good to see. Citrus Bowl people, the refs are happy with their decision to put Kentucky in the bowl game, obviously. Uh, it's paying off already. <laughs> it will only do so even more as far as the hotels and restaurants and bars are concerned <clears throat> in the days leading up to the game. Um, we'll be here next week because it will be Louisville Week TV. We'll be looking ahead to the Louisville game that you will be at. Last time you are at Yum Center, you called in, as did Lee Steinberg. Uh, so we'll see what happens this time as the Cats will be facing the cards. Got to deal with the Tar Heels first. Cardinals coming up after that. If you missed anything tonight, of course, on iTunes, CastBox FM, Stitcher, Player FM, and replayed as well on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Had a super blast. And once again, it's all brought to you by Smoky Mountain Trader. Appreciate that as well. Have a good evening, TV. Keep feeling better. Easy to say. Keep fighting that cold night quill, day quill until you're healthy. And look forward to talking with you next week on Cat Talk Wednesday. Run Hot Radio Network, Lock Talk Radio, Tom. See you guys.